Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Modern Romance. I'm Nicole. And I'm Rush. So what's new with you, Rush? How's your week going? Um, it's actually been a really busy week at work. I've been doing tech packs all week. And for those of you that don't work in fashion, a tech pack is it's basically like a set of documents that you hand off to the factory. And it just tells you like everything you need to know about a garment. And they're very lengthy to do, especially if you're doing apparel. And they like give you a headache, especially if you're very like, tedious. Work. Very tedious. You have yeah. to get down to the stitches. Um, so I've been doing that all week and then Wednesday I had a date and it was super nice. Um, it was somebody I've been, I've gone on a couple dates with. Um, so then I ended up staying over in his place and we had breakfast and then I had to go to work. Nice date. Um, you know what I saw what? online this week? I saw this meme and it said, we're not working from home, we're living at work. Oh, that's and I so sad. There. I know, I sat there looking at the phone like, what? That is so true. <laughs> but it's really sad. Um, I miss I miss having my apartment be my apartment. Like, right. I have, like, there, there's this, um, there's these tips that people have been giving out. I don't know, where, I don't remember where I read it from, but they said the best thing to do when you're working from home is try to designate different areas for different spaces for your work, like, if your kitchen is where you have lunch, just eat your lunch. Don't do work and eat your lunch. If you have, a, I have like a specific area for my couch. When I have my like afternoon meetings, I take it there. But I just miss having my couch be my couch, and I don't have to think about work. Cause now whenever I see that specific area on my couch, I think about work, and it's right. really it's been really hard working um, from home. Yeah, that's kind of the same situation for me where I. I live in a tiny studio apartment, so my my 10 inches of like 20 inches of kitchen counter is my kitchen counter, my table, my work desk, and if I turn around right now, I can see like three different Pantone books that are haunting me. So yeah, it's it's actually now now I'm a little bit depressed that I'm living in my office. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, girl. <laughs> Hey, welcome to my office, my living room, right. my yoga, my yoga studio, my... Exactly. <laughs> also, I can see a physio ball right next to me. It's like a, everything in one little space. Well, what's new so with you, Nicole? Really, this has been a really rough week, too. I've been yeah. really busy with work, but I think the highlight of my week was actually a meetup that I went to. Yeah. And um, it was about dating and how, how people are doing um, okay. during the pandemic. Um, it kind of inspired why we did this episode, and it was about, I think there were five people in the group, mm -hmm. and this is all virtual, of course. We were talking about how everyone's been doing with um, the dating apps and the websites, and collectively, we all agreed that it is not easy. No, not at all. It, it, you know, everyone has had different, some people have been been successful some people haven't been and i think the majority of us have agreed we're not doing so great um and uh, there was a host asking us questions and we all gave out their answers and there was this one woman who didn't speak at all and the host asked her um like midway like hey uh, how are you doing over there are you okay we haven't heard from you and this woman actually didn't have her screen on i think she was a little shy and she said 
I'm just really here to observe and listen because I haven't dated in 20 years. Oh no! And I thought she came to the right place because we kind of, we, we hashed it out. We really just told, we shared stories. So, you know, I think it was a, it kind of prompted us to sort of make this episode kind of be about, you know, if you are single, newly single, or you're kind of still dating around, not really sure how to navigate through the apps, the websites, and mm-hmm. kind of the terminology of what dating is like in 2020. This episode is for you. Oh, I can't wait. So let's touch into the dating apps first, and we're going to go through some of them, that, um, most of them that we use, some of them yeah. that we don't use. And let's go start with Tinder and Bumble. Okay. Um, I love Tinder. I I know you love Tinder. Bumble. <laughs> See, me and Russia kind of disagree a lot because we have different <laughs> views on apps. But I actually, I'm not on Tinder. I'm, I'm not a, I don't know. I, I've actually had a few dates on t- from Tinder, but it's not my favorite. They're almost kind of similar, except for those of you who don't know, Bumble is where you, where the woman can reply has to make the first move so here's my problem with bumble i have it because my theory in dating and trying to find the one is that you have to treat it as fishing i'm just casting a white net and then just kind of weaning out what i don't like so bumble is a widely used app and that's why i use it but i hate that i have to be the one to speak first because when we take it down to basics men are natural hunters and i hate that i have to be the one that has to be like hi instead of instead of having them just like make that effort to talk to me so literally every time i match with a guy i literally just type h i and that's it and and i the guy has to do the rest um, you know i don't mind being the first making the first move okay um it's i've gotten a lot more hit um misses than hits Uh and i find that when i make the first move and i maybe i don't say the right thing or um say too much i the conversation actually goes away has that ever happened to you that you like start a conversation and then when you go back to the app later it's like gone right yeah and and I and that's kind of like what frustrates me about Bumble is that I feel like because the woman is making all this effort to talk to the guy first, like at, I'm sure that they'll be into it at first, but then with time, I think we mutually tend to lose interest. So I was talking about this to a guy friend, and then he said, "Just say hi or hey, that's it. Let them do the rest of the work." And I feel like that's what I found um, most effective. Um, Interesting. Yeah, the picnic. Uh, picnic in Bryant Park guy I actually met through Bumble and all that I had to say was hi and then he just took it away however I'm gonna go I'm gonna yeah, go with that next try it try the hi just try it maybe in like a couple of matches to see if it works for you it works for me um I also don't like to open with a huge one-liner in Bumble because then it just I'm making too much effort I feel like um Tinder is kind of similar I really like it I never I'm never the first one to speak um, but I know Tinder tends to be a hit and miss with people because people use it a lot to hook up. That's not how I use it. I just know that it's the most widely used app. And, you know, if you want to meet people, like, that's kind of one of the first ones that you have to use. I have heard that Bumble is more men-heavy than Tinder. I don't oh, really? really know why. Yeah, so, um, ladies, I guess Bumble is the place to be. 
Right, um, try I'm both. I'm going to keep using it. Yeah, try both. I think they're both photo heavy. Mm-hmm. So if you are looking to sort of just browse around, like Windows Shop, I think it's a great first app. Yeah. But I think if you're looking for more something with more like a more heavy profile, mm-hmm. like Hinge and Coffee Meets Bagel, that's our next group. They ha- have a lot of writing prompts. I don't right. do you use them, Rush. So I do have Hinge. Um, my main apps are Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge. I absolutely hate Hinge. I would rather get catfished three times in a row than use Hinge. And there's, I don't know why, <laughs> there's something about it that like really pisses me off. I don't know if it's the interface or every guy like tries to be a comedian, you know, with like little funny lines, which is fine one or two guys but like it's like every guy tries to be a comedian and then from personal experience i've never had like a really good quality date on hinge aside from that guy ash we dated for a bit but so you don't it. like the writing prompts you think there are like an opportunity for men to kind of get a little like i think it's cute if they try to be funny in like one of the lines but you know how on hinge you have to put like I think to answer like three or four questions, mm-hmm. every question is a joke and then I'm not learning anything about you. That's also, uh, it's, it's kind of tough because some guys are really great when it comes to filling out profiles, but they're not too great with the photos. Right. And I think some guys are the opposite where <laughs> they have great photos and then you don't have good writing responses. I, I like to read, I think those writing prompts are a, make it easier for me to understand where a guy's coming from and the bio is really important. Right, and I do like the idea of Hinge allowing people to write more, but then write more. Don't tell me like a one-liner about how you love to hang out with your grandma, although I'm down for people that hang out with grandmas, just like I don't need to know it in every line. Um, There's this guy that went viral on Hinge because he did a PowerPoint presentation. (laughs) Wow, I'll send it to you. So... He did a PowerPoint presentation with like, I, he's a guy in finance and, and it had like graphics and everything about like um, his ability to kill bugs, his ability to dance at your friend's wedding. And it was brilliant. So that kind wow, of comedy I appreciate. So I actually stalked him because he was good looking. And then I ended up adding him on Instagram and I DM'd, I DM'd him. He lives in Fideye. Um and we ended up being friends like we never went on a date but i thought it was like his profile is one of the best profiles i've seen in all I my really years i really do appreciate a really good profile i love I the effort that's more it's so ar- funny if you have okay pictures but you have a really cool profile yeah, i'll probably swipe right right you have my attention like mm-hmm. and and again like pictures are whatever like beauty is a relative but i think a eye-catching profile that's more than just like a random funny line really catches my attention Mm-hmm. Coffee Meets Bagel, I have to say I downloaded it once, but the name was so unappealing to me that I just deleted it straight away. So I actually appealed to me because I like coffee and bagels, and I'm, <laughs> I'm a foodie, so it's not my favorite. It is a little outdated, I think, the format. Um, mm-hmm. I... I feel like I'm not crazy about the selection that I get, but I have met, um, I've met a few guys on, on the app. Some of them have been really, really cool. I actually met, um, the entrepreneur. (laughs) (laughs) Girls, now you know where to go if you want to meet a narco. (laughs) (laughs) 
What about, okay, keep it. Have you tried it? Um, I tried it because in the job that we both worked together, um, a lot of the women have met their husbands there. So I thought, okay, why not try it? But I think I lasted like 20 minutes just trying to navigate how confusing the website it was. It is a bit confusing. Right? Like, I don't even know how to message someone. So I said like, no, this is not for me. It's also a little bit outdated too. And I've actually, I've been on OkCupid. I've walked away and I've come back several times. I actually think that there's a lot of men, mm -hmm. um, a lot of good selection. But the way that they set it up now is that whenever you get presented with a potential match, right. they give you a percentage of how compatible you are. And then yeah. if so, so if the man or your your you know the the person is reaching out to you, it comes up as an intro. And if you like them back, then that combo moves into conversation. That's so weird. It was it was kind of a confusing. I agree when when I wanted to reach out to somebody like what do I click and how do I ju I just want to say hi <laughs> yeah I it's just want to say confusing. hi I I think I'm not a fan of the percentage thing because I do believe that opposites can attract and if it's only based on like how many things you have in common that doesn't always work out so I like the idea of being able to message who I want to message if I'm joining like a traditional like old school website mm -hmm. have you ever um speaking of like the internet have you ever gotten dates through instagram interesting i have a few people have slid into my dm yeah have you answered um, i i think i answered one of them some guy said hey you're gorgeous like you i are. think you are so beautiful <laughs> i said thank you so much <laughs> and that was it uh, i i mean he could have pursued it but he didn't he just wanted to drop, you know, some one liner. Like, like my <laughs> well, space LUV love. <laughs> much appreciated. Um, I have I appreciated that comment. Right. I think oh, yeah? I think it's um little ego boost when you're just like logging to see your Instagram. Mm -hmm. I have heard of people like getting dates and relationships through Instagram. I like you have gotten a lot of DMs but it's never gone more than that. Mm -hmm. Um but it is like an interesting uh, platform that people are using to date as opposed to like regular apps there's also facebook dating have you tried it i saw it but i i think i'm not like into it especially because in my facebook i mostly have like family and Agreed. like they don't need to know my business <laughs> i know i don't know what the algorithm is when it comes to facebook or instagram um i I, I, I am a little curious to know if anyone else out there has tried these apps and oh yeah not the apps but facebook and instagram to date I would love to hear more about that. Did you ever join the league? Do you remember that one? Yes. It's, <laughs> it's very, they say it's very exclusive. And you, when you sign up, you have to go on a wait list. Right. And I was put on the wait list when I, I think everyone gets put on the wait list because it's supposedly so, so cool. So it, yeah, you're, t you know, you have to be cool and accepted into this league. And I don't know how, but I must have, like, there's ways to get off the wait list if you, mm -hmm. I think if you pay or someone in the league um, nominates you or something like that, you get taken off the wait list. And I did, or I think I just got, like, an email, like, oh, you've been accepted. And they only let you see five people a day. 
I know. So I was super excited when I got taken off the waitlist of the league, only to be super disappointed that the matches were like the same guys I was seeing yes. like Tinder, Bumble, Hinge. So I deleted it. And I think it wasn't effect it wasn't effective for me either. I never met anyone on the league either. Yeah, I think they tried to do like what Rhea was doing or like the league came first and then Rhea came but Rhea kept the exclusivity like I'm not cool enough to get into Rhea I don't even know um, what that is to be so, honest <laughs> so Rhea is like is this very exclusive dating app and you only have like very high profile people or people that know people in it and you're not allowed to like take screenshots or anything because it's meant to be kept like super exclusive and really private because but you, you have can't like take screenshots you can't take screenshots because you have like celebrities like How actual know, celebrities though? i don't know like a phone will notify you when you take a screenshot sometimes i mean i've taken screenshots before and yeah i've, I'm sure I've taken, taken a meme, but i'm sure but i guess in this particular app you're not really allowed to i know with snapchat they they tell you yeah and at some point i guess um, it's the same yeah, at some point, Instagram, Instagram tried to warn people when people were taking screenshots, but I think we were all, like, outraged that they were doing that to us. Um, but yeah, so Rhea is, like, this super exclusive thing, and I think that the league was supposed to be that, but it just was not. Like, it was a disaster. I don't even know if that thing is still around. I don't... I don't know. I... I used to get emails like, come back to us. And I said, no. No, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> so I know you and I have not been on the website. So these are actual, yeah. um, I, I don't know if there's any apps for them, but um, websites like Match, eHarmony, Plenty of Fish. These are, I think, more profile based. Right. When I mean profile, it's like you have to fill out a Bible before you even get to start looking at selections. And like you have to put like, where you live, your school, your blood type, your social security. <laughs> who the hell? Who the hell has time for that? Like paragraphs and paragraphs of right. Different. When I still lived in Puerto Rico, before I even knew what Tinder was, um, I don't even think Tinder existed. We were trying to get a single friend to date, and I remember like the two of us plus her sat down to make her like an e-harmony profile because we were super young back then but she was reaching like 35 and she was like oh my god i need to date right now 35 i'm thinking like yeah that's a perfectly normal single age but back then we were like making her an e-harmony profile and i think that the three of us gave up halfway just because of the it was too long so many questions like you know you just want to sign up for a little bit and then meet people but it was not I remember. I think if you are like forcing it and you feel like, oh god, I have to do this. This is right. I'm not enjoying this. Then, then don't do it. I I don't think that any dating should feel like a chore. I agree. I think having fun and maybe pouring yourself a glass of wine while filling this out because that's what right. I did when I actually tried um, eHarmony. I I poured myself a glass of wine, filled it out. It took me a long time, but I made I made it a fun thing. Right, so I want to say that when I first moved to London, like fresh off the boat from Puerto Rico, um, I had just gotten through a breakup literally that same month. And then when I moved to London, my Puerto Rico friends were like, why don't you try online dating? Like guys in Europe sound like a little bit more dreamy. Um, so then I had no idea about like dating apps or anything because I was in a relationship for like five years. So 
to get over that breakup i joined plenty of fish and it's like a really trashy website but i i didn't know any better and i actually ended up meeting a guy there and and i ended up dating that guy for six years so wow you know you never know i think all you never apps, know right it's like i think any of these apps like anything could happen like you never know which is right. the beauty which of, is, of, of it Right, which is why I think that when you're first getting out there to date, it's not a bad idea to like cast, think of it as fishing, where you're just casting a net and then just reeling it back in. And, and as you're reeling, you'll, you'll realize that, you know, maybe coffee, meat bagel and the league are not for me, but uh, Tinder, Bumble Hinge and Instagram are, you know, have you ever seen better results. Guys on, on like a, the same guy on different apps. Uh-huh, all the time and if I match with them so this guy that I really like I match with him on tinder and we like talk to each other on the phone but I see him on other dating apps and what I do is that I block him so that he doesn't see me I used to think that way too I used to be afraid of seeing people that I know but we're all doing it you know right. there's, there's really no shame I love when it. I see one of my guy friends because then I match with him and then I'm like, oh, like, you what go, are you doing you here? Guy. <laughs> the same thing happened to me. I saw my friend and he's like, hey, what are you doing here? And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, and we actually same, met up and we met up, for, um, we met up for a drink and we, we're still friends. He's still really, right. he lives close by to me. Um, so I think even though you don't find your, you know, the one, you could make a really cool friend, make a really cool connection. So one of my best guy friends in New York, I actually met through Tinder. I'm telling you, Tinder is my favorite app. Um, as long as you know how to filter, you'll be fine. Um, so I went out with him maybe like two or three times before we like talked to each other and we realized that like we had like never slept together or anything like that. And we like vibed more as friends and mm -hmm. we decided to just, you know, um, continue like dating other people, but keep keeping friends and it's turned into a really good um friendship i have a question for you rush yeah um have you ever ran into like a scammer or somebody uh you know dangerous situation because i i actually have a story about that like a scammer like trying to sell me something or like i guess like maybe catfish? he was kind of there was a guy um that I saw actually, it was on OkCupid. Mm -hmm. He had like a blob profile. Um, he, was, he was, I thought he was cute. Yeah. Didn't really have much info, but he messaged, we matched and he messaged me and it was it was a good conversation. And then he asked me something specific and it got weird. And he asked me what kind of underwear I like to wear. And oh, okay. I was like, haha, very funny. I'm not gonna answer that. Um, so then, I think that kind of freaked me out a little bit. I stepped away from OkCupid. There were a few guys actually on OkCupid that I thought were like kind of creepy, kind of weird. I but know. when I went back on, I matched with a guy. I'm like, I've seen this guy before. He looks familiar. Mm -hmm. um, he sent me, a, you know, a hey message, and we started, you know, having a conversation. And then he goes. What kind of underwear do you like? To oh my wear? god! And, and now you I'm like, I'm, I, I, I got triggered. I was like, I've been asked this question before, and I, and I said, I'm sorry, do have we met before? And I think it was a different person, different guy. So I think the guy 
that I was speaking to, both of these men were the same men with different profiles. So huh. I didn't know who was on the other end. When you, weirdo, when you see guys weirdo. with blob profiles, not a lot of info, that's like a red flag for me. I get like very cautious when, when it comes to these, these kind of profiles. So given what we do for a living, which if you're just listening for the first time, Nicole and I work in the lingerie industry. I get asked that question a lot because in my profile under career, I have like, I'm a fashion designer and the guys are usually pretty interested in the fashion industry. Um, and then they ask like, oh, what kind of fashion designing do I do? And they usually assume it's apparel, but then once I say like, no, I design intimates, they're like, oh, then, are you a model? Oh, 100%. <laughs> I, can, I can go on my phone right now and count if all the... If I had a nickel, every, every single time I'd ask that, I probably could buy I would be filthy <laughs> rich if I had, like, a dollar for every time a guy tells me, like, oh, are you modeling your, like, underwear? Show me Can your you designs on me? you. Yeah. yeah. I've all actually, cur- a guy actually stuff. asked me that before. And he goes, let me see your work. So I literally took, I think I was working in swimwear at the time. I took a bikini. I put it on the table. And I said, here you go. <laughs> yeah, I just send them the website, the website of the companies that I work for, and and you know it's not what they yeah, expect. Yeah, show him your work, but not on yourself. That's right, not on myself. <laughs> that is a very private thing. <laughs> so also, I wanted to share a few tips. Something that I didn't know, but um, I learned through this meetup that I had this week. If you update your profile just a little bit, even mm-hmm. if it's like a sentence or a word, you you become more visible. You get okay. seen more. Um, and also, if you are active on the app, because um, there's an algorithm to these apps, you know, there's a sequence and things like that. And right. if you, even if you click on the app, you don't really swipe and you just close, open it, close it, you're seen as more active and you become more visible. Oh, I didn't know so just, that. So yeah, I'm just a fun that. tip to, to do, you know, if like, do you ever notice that whenever you join an app and you get all these hits and all these people, right. but then like maybe a few weeks later, you're like, dead it's because you kind of went down on the rotation and, and now new people who have started have ha- are showing up so just a just a fun little tip for you guys ladies if it's dying down just go to your profile add an exclamation port point or an <laughs> emoji and then climb back up that rotation yep 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 <laughs> um nicole what are some of the one-liners that you get from men that you just hate oh I've actually gotten, you're really pretty for an Asian. <gasps> no, that's so racist. Yeah, and I hate them. It was, I didn't know what to say, honestly. I, I'm sorry, I Asian women are back. gorgeous. Oh, yeah, I think, you know, just to even say that. Yeah, it's so racist. To even racist. say, oh, you're really pretty, like, okay, you know, is that, is it, I, don't, I couldn't even tell if it was a compliment. I just, it's I almost just like a backhand it. compliment. I uh, hate yeah, that. it's like, you're pretty for an Asian girl. That's um, fucked up. And I didn't, I didn't like that. Um, what about you, Rush? Oh, here's some of my most hated one-liners. I hate when you message me with an emoji, like, what are you, what, do you not know any words? Like, why, don't, <laughs> why do you have to use an emoji? You're a grown-ass man. Which emoji was it? Um, so many, like the fire, the winky face, the kissy face. Like, I don't know. Oh, I've gotten fire. Yeah. Fire. I love yeah. the fire, though. It's like a little compliment, but like also use some, some letters along with that. Um, <laughs> I hate when they say like, oh, you're kind of cute because I'm not kind of cute. I'm cute. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I hate when they say like the, hey, gorgeous or hey, beautiful. 
I don't know. I know I'm gorgeous and beautiful, but like, I know. Like, can you just like tell me something else? Or like something about my profile that you liked? I don't know, just. Actually, I don't really mind that, you know, but it's, it's hard because it doesn't really give you a lot to say back. The, the, I mean, the next thing you could say is, hey. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. It's not, yeah. What am I supposed yeah. to reply? Hey, handsome. Like, no. Well, th that's the reason why I like Hinge is because if you have a good profile and you have a good response to a writing prompt, it's already kind of giving someone information and you could just right. be like, hey, I saw that, you know, you I like know. to surf, you know, like, can't, do, you want, do you need do you need a lesson? You know, it's, it's kind <laughs> of like you get like, you skip the hey, you get into more like, oh, I like what you said, tell me yeah. more, you know? Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's maybe a good thing about Hinge. I just never have never had a date from Hinge that has turned into something like consistent aside from that guy Ash which we saw each other for a few months and then it just kind of fizzled do you what about like dating guys outside of apps if you're not really a person that's like into technology or into the websites honestly I've I've mostly met men off the apps I think oh, the really? apps are a great supplement to dating yeah. um, but of course, now with COVID, it, this is our this is the only resort that we <laughs> it's have. It's the one resource. <laughs> but I don't honestly. I feel like if you are at a bar, um, someone approaches you and you don't know this person. You know what really is the difference between somebody sending you a message? You know, besides not seeing the person, the same. It's like almost the same concept. You know, a stranger walking up to you, a stranger sending you a message. No matter what, you know, it's it's n there's nothing wrong with meeting people online. I think. Is what no, I'm trying to get at. No, no, there's nothing wrong with meeting people online. I just feel like there's, like, if you're not somebody that's into the online apps, there's, like, other things you could do. Like, I would love to meet a guy if I'm, like, playing tennis or if I'm, like, in my Whole Foods or if I'm in a class. I think it's, like, a... Oh, you can meet anyone anywhere. I've yeah, you can, you can. In different places. It's, like... It's you, a little you bit more romantic, too. Yeah, it, you know? I, I do think that... There's this stigma like, oh, I met this person online, it wasn't organic. But all relationships, all conversations start with two strangers. That's right. You know? So if you like the apps, go for it. If you don't like the apps and you've given it a try yeah. um, and you feel a little discouraged because of COVID, just know that everyone else is sort of trying to We're get all their trying. Too. <laughs> we are, we, it, yes, we are all trying at, right now. What about messaging? At, at what point do you like give a guy your phone number to message you outside of the apps? I used I usually let the guy um, kind of prompt us meeting up or some okay. numbers. I've actually before COVID, I've actually met up with guys and then decided, okay, I really do want to talk to this person. Mm -hmm. And then we exchange numbers. Okay. Only because if you have someone's number on your phone, I don't know if you, you know this, but they kind of show up on your Facebook. They show up as your suggested friends. So you can block I, this, that though. But then if so, he has my number on mm -hmm. his phone and doesn't erase it, he can, it'll pop up on his end. I just find that like having all these numbers of all these different men I meet and I forget who's who. One time I texted <laughs> a Jonathan uh, and I had like five Jonathans and I texted him one night like, hey, I'm at the, um, you know, I'm outside at the bar and he was like, uh, what, 
who is this? And I'm like, <laughs> shoot, I texted the wrong Jonathan. It gets so confusing to me. So I let the, I let the man ask for my number or I let him be the one to suggest a date. So I don't mind giving away my number. I do have like all of my location, anything turned off on uh, my phone and on my like social apps, like my contacts and all of that are not connected to any app. And I don't give my phone to the apps, um, like to Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat or anything like that. Um, so I've never had that situation where a guy I've been texting comes up in my suggested. Um, I do sometimes exchange Instagram. It's not something that I really like to do, but I don't mind giving away my number. I do, however, have that difficulty where I have eight Bryans in my in my phone book and I've had to give them all like little nicknames and little emojis just so that I don't confuse them. Rush, what do you not like to see on profile? <laughs> uh, what do I not like to see? I don't like a guy's picture. I don't, I want to see a guy's like full picture, like full body. Um, I'm sure they want to see that of me too. And I don't like it when guys just have pictures of him and his dudes, like every single it's so picture. Like I when don't it's know. Like the first picture. I don't know who I'm, who I'm swiping for. I'm um, just going to assume you're the ugly one and I'm not going to swipe on you. <laughs> well, that's what I usually, I, I, you know what? It's so confusing for me. I, I can't even bother. You know what? Cause everyone's time is so precious. Right. If you put a group photo, you're not, you're not putting yourself, you're not putting your best. What's your insecurity? There. We all, we're nobody's perfect. Uh, and put your picture so the cropped photos when y there's you know you can tell when somebody's in a cropped photo and yeah. you can tell if it was a girl who was cropped. i hate that and that <laughs> raises more questions because it's like why do you have that photo well, in your phone from a guy's perspective maybe he thought he looked bomb in that picture and then the ex-girlfriend is there but there's so. so many other pictures that you can choose from i'm where sure where, where it's like you'd rather put a picture of yourself and it be clean and really really presentable versus like hmm this photo who are you cropping out how old is this picture you know I it know. seems it just raises the opportunities for people to question you more and i also don't like mirror pics <laughs> i hate a mirror pic although my flash is on <laughs> and you got that that dusty the dusty turn uh, off mirror. your fucking flash and put some pledge in your mirror like i don't want to see that but Speaking of mirror pictures, I do have a picture in my profile where I'm in a hotel and I am I have like a bathrobe and I actually might have had this picture on my Instagram too and I have like a bikini on and I'm about to go for a swim and I took a little snapshot, no flash, no dust um, and I thought it looked good so I just, you know, slapped, it, slapped that on my profile. Um, other things that I don't like to see is like no info on the like bio agreed and i hate when guys do not put his height because then or like when they lie about their height too because like yeah, i said i'm super tall mm -hmm. right i'm super tall so i really hate when i'm like invested in somebody and then they're like oh no i'm five nine not six foot two that's super annoying mm-hmm so I'm going to flip it the other way around. What do you think men like to see on our profiles? Okay, so I've asked a couple guy friends. Um, definitely full-size pictures. Um, recent pictures that mm -hmm. reflect what you actually look like. And they want to see a nice, like, bio. Nothing too complex either because, like, nobody really reads 
three paragraphs on Tinder, but something like a brief summary of like what you're about. It could be nice to have pictures okay. with like friends, but again, like some women do only post pictures with friends. And again, like I'm just going to assume you're the ugly one and I'm not going to swipe on you. I actually also like to try and put like a hobby picture. Like this is yeah. what I like to do. Like, um, I do like to swim. I mean, it's hard to get that, but if I'm, in, you know, into your recreational sports, if you mm -hmm. like hiking, like those are always great photos to add. Right. I also like to put that on my profile. Like I am not the most athletic person, but I do like sporty activities. Mm -hmm. um, so I do like to put that I like swimming. I like running. I like going to the gym mm -hmm. because ideally you want to find somebody that you can do that stuff with. So I just like, like to put it out there that if you're just a couch right. potato, I'm not the profile for you. <laughs> <laughs> so... I want to get into some of the terminology that we okay. use, not we use, but there was, um, we actually talked about ghosting in this meetup that I had. Right. And we all have all been ghosted. It's, and we are, or we have been the ghost in, you know, in our relationships. But Everybody ghosts. Everybody, even your dad when somebody like some random girl wrote her phone number down on a paper for him to call her and he never called her like everybody has go to somebody at some point in their lives it's such a common thing it sucks that it sucks to be ghosted but we all do it you know i i, I have ghosted i'll admit 100%. that but there was a man in the meetup who talked about how he was ghosted and you know during the coronavirus it's really hard being ghosted right now. Mm -hmm. And this man said that he was dating someone virtually, of course. And right. they spoke every day, every day for two months. And one day she just stopped replying. No. Yes. That's too and much. we all, all the women in, in this discussion go, went, what? What is her name? Tell us what she looks like. We're going to find this girl. We're going to give her a piece of, my, of our mind. And. You know, the, the, you know, he actually looks really, really sad, and oh, I'm you know, so sad for him. I know. I was. I felt that because I've been ghosted, and I'm gonna try and, and change my ways. And mm -hmm. if it depends, if you've been in a relationship, I guess like like that guy was trying to obtain. Yeah. And you stop talking to somebody, that really hurts. Versus somebody that you went on a few dates with, like maybe two dates, and it really didn't work out the way. Or you division chemistry. I think those are to me those are like very you know, two, two different levels. Two different levels of ghosting. Um, I don't think I could have the heart to ghost somebody after two months of like constantly talking to them. Like you're talking to them for like sixty, sixty two days in a row. That's a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, for somebody to just uh out of the blue ghost them. Mm -hmm. I think that after two months, I would be like, you know, this is not working out for me. I'm going to move on. Good luck, blah, blah, blah. But if it's just if we're just talking for a little bit, going out on a date, I do ghost guys because sometimes you try to tell them that, you know, you don't see this going anywhere and they don't get the hint. They keep messaging and sometimes you have no other choice but to ghost. It's shitty, but... You know, I had a guy tell me he wasn't he didn't feel it and he wasn't interesting. And it kind of... It kind of stung a little bit. I was yeah. like, oh, ouch. I mean, I agreed. I, I don't think that we had a great chemistry either. Like, our, our dates were kind of a little blah. But I kind of appreciated that he came back and said, you know what? You know, 
Um, I had a really great time with you, but you know, I just don't think that we're a good match. And I think there's nothing wrong also if you want to be honest and be, you know, forthcoming about it too. Yeah, I don't think there's anything. I, I'm a grown adult, or at least I want to think I'm a grown adult. <laughs> <laughs> but I like to be told things in any situation up front. Like, I, I appreciate it more. It might hurt me at first if I hear something that I don't want to hear. But I like to hear things up front. And, I, and like you said, like it might sting a bit, but you can deal with it better than just finding out, like, what happened to this yeah, person. And then you're so sitting shitty. back, yeah. looking oh. back, like, every conversation, every moment. Like, well, remember that time we both laughed at that joke? Like... Did I see something wrong? You know, what did right. I do? Like, I think I've learned it's just better to be honest about how you feel versus hiding it. Because that, I feel like it, if it happened to you and, you and you give it back, you know, we are embracing this culture where nobody's talking to each other and not telling right. each other how we feel. So I, I hope that in the future I will be more honest. I mean, it's going to be hard, but I say that now. <laughs> I'm going to say that I still, might, <laughs> I still might ghost people just because sometimes like that is the only way to get somebody off your back. Or, or if somebody's creepy, I'm not going to give them the time of day of explaining to them like why I don't want to talk to them anymore. I don't know. What about moving on to breadcrumbing and orbiting? Okay. I've heard these things interchangeably. Right. So by definition, I think breadcrumbing is when you live leave bits and pieces for somebody mm-hmm. to kind of kind of let them like leave them hanging on um not really give them like okay. full visibility to what's going on you know you probably i don't know drop like a text message like an example would be like someone dropping in saying hey how you been like <laughs> uh if you were around you would know but i'm doing great you know right. <laughs> but it's- and like it never reaches a, like a true conversation it's kind of like gaslighting where you give yourself like you give like, like a little bit of yourself to the person and then you just like reel it back in have you mm-hmm. done that i feel like i, I do that sometimes when i want to like oh my god i sound like an awful person but sometimes i like to have a rotation of guys that i'm like going on dates with just in case i get bored of one then i have like another one and you kind of have to like breadcrumb them a little bit just to keep them around but i do see them doing that to me too so we're all just kind of like doing it to each Bread, other just leaving crumbs and we're all right. <laughs> just l- a bunch spread of like- bread around <laughs> i don't think it's hard it's hard because i don't think that i exactly leave breadcrumbs like okay. when somebody texts me i give them my full attention and okay. i'll catch up with them but i've had people try to leave me breadcrumbs where they say how you been which what's going on and we'll catch up and then i know that this person isn't really catching up with me mm-hmm. to, to see me but i know that they're just doing it to give me a reminder like don't forget about me I'm right here. i'm still around but i don't want to date you i just want to be around you mm-hmm. um uh, what was I going to say? Um, I do, I don't know, I do do that with people sometimes where maybe I'm just trying to get a feel of them and I don't want to it's like, hard, give them my full it's attention. Hard because yeah, you it's don't hard mean not to, to, but it but just happens. Yeah, and then like, so orbiting is, I think the, about the same where mm-hmm. you are not involved with somebody's life, but 
you see their posts, their stories on Instagram, and you look at everything, but you guys will never end up eating. <laughs> it's just, I actually have an Instagram boo. Um, we went on a few dates, and okay. we, see each other's, we see each other's stories, each other's posts. And, you know, he'll drop a like on me, and I'll go, yep, there you go, boo. I see uh, you. That's my man. That's my <laughs> IG man. That's my <laughs> IG boo. But are we ever going to date? Probably Hell not. Hell no. I mean, and I know that. But it's nice to see how you're doing once in a while, and I'm glad that you dropped some love, L-U-V love, on my page. Right, that's just the guys that, like, hype you up. We all have them, like, you know, they're like our fans. Um, Definitely. I do love that. Um, what about, like, messaging? Do you send, like, um, do you send or do you post thirst traps on, like, Instagram or just send it to a guy when he's, like, paying you that much of attention? I've tried. I've, I've, I've done a <laughs> thirst trap, and it has worked. It has it, worked. It works, right? Just, like, a little, like, shoulder with a bra strap does everything. You don't even need to show a boob or a butt or anything. Oh, girl, I don't... <laughs> if I'm going to post a thirst trap, it's going to be... It's going to be out there. I, I mean, I'm not going to be naked, but I have done a thirst trap there's trap on your instagram post. or to a guy oh, oh no it's on my instagram and, okay. it, and it works and it works fully and it works completely but i don't think that it works on the long term i think it's a great way to get someone's attention like immediate attention but it won't keep someone's attention it'll no, no, just no. feel like oh hey girl i remember you like <laughs> drop, drop that love on my page that's right so, mm-hmm. uh what about like when a guy messages you do you reply right away or do you like wait a little bit if I'm busy at the moment, then no. I think that applies just everywhere. If I'm at okay. work, I, I'm a very. I try to focus on work. As well, much work as is possible. work. But if I'm like, if someone says hey, I I don't mind. I don't want to play that game where I'm like pretending that I'm busy or I see it and I ignore the person. But if I'm fully ready to have a conversation, I'll say, hey. But if, I, if I'm not busy, but I'm not ready to talk to this person, then mm-hmm. I'll wait a little bit. Because sometimes you need to build up, like... Right, I'm the like same. What, yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm the same where if a guy messages me, I will obviously see his message because we all have our phones in our hands mm-hmm. at all times. Um, but I try not to reply, like, right, right away unless it's, like, something super funny or something that requires my immediate attention if it's just like a hey or how's it going or a hey stranger or you know like a oh, hey it beautiful doesn't sound dire at right the it doesn't seem like it's an an emergency i do like to wait a bit just to build up a little bit of it's not tension anticipation. but like anticipation um there's a little bit of anticipation into like make him wonder like oh why isn't she replying to my messages i thought she was interested because it does keep like the chase going i feel like um, I was once talking to this guy and he just happened to text me while I was in a work meeting and I replied right away because I was bored and then he called me out saying like oh wow you must be so interested in me because you're replying so fast and at that moment I was like what is he talking about like I just told him like um, yeah I just happened to have my phone in my hands right now but then after mm-hmm. that I learned that you kind of have to wait a little bit just because like guys they're, guys are weird with this kind of stuff and you don't want to be the one that that 
looks like you're sitting next to your phone all day long waiting for him to text you. So I like to wait a little bit before I text the, the, the trick back. I think is is to actually naturally keep yourself busy. If right. you're sitting like looking at your phone every five minutes hoping that he'll text you, that's just a signal to you that like, you know what, maybe he's not messaging me because there should be something else I should be right. doing. Right, there's no moment. substance to you. Right. So, if you feel like there's anything, do you have any terminology that we've missed? So, <laughs> I don't, I think those are like the most widely used ones. I do like have my own terms where I sometimes like, I like to date older men, that's like my thing. But sometimes you meet older men and my friend and I call them like Peter Pan men. What where does that mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> so a Peter Pan is a guy that is well into his 40s or even late 30s, which is usually when guys start to settle and they start to mature more. But this guy still wants to live like that 20 year old life. So, so they might be like super good looking, super successful, but they have like no interest in settling down, like stopping the party or doing anything. So that's what I call a Peter Pan. And once I like, I, I identify a guy as Peter Pan, I have no interest in uh, dating him just because like, I know I'm going to waste my time. I know I'm going to end up crying because of this guy. Um, so I try not to, but that's kind of like, because Peter Pan doesn't want to grow up. Peter That's Pan doesn't thing. want to grow up. That's his whole thing. And like, you know, I'm I'm one day and I do want to grow up. <laughs> yeah, you want you want that family girl and you should. Right. What about um going back to the apps, what do you do if you're like not so confident or you know, if it's like your first time going out in the dating world and you just feel like you're not at your best? What would you do? So I always just assume that that guy's like me from right. the get-go. Um, right. You know, the reality is that I won't be everyone's cup of tea, but if mm -hmm. you go into the dating world and you think, oh, I don't know if guys are going to like me, you should just always have that, you know, assume that, like, you know what? Men love me, and why wouldn't they? Right. And you, everyone here on, is on this earth is so special. You know, you are here, Rush, and I am here. And there was, n there's never ever going to be another Nicole or Rush like us they out there. Better not be. <laughs> you know, we are, and everyone is special on their own. You know, like our DNA is mm -hmm. isn't the same as the person next to us. So I feel like, no matter, even if you don't feel confident, tell yourself like. I am confident, you know, I am special and I am the shit. So, and if you don't like me, then I'll find someone else who is going to be all about it. Great. I, I, I think the same. I think like looks are not everything. We're all like visual creatures. I think definitely have great pictures, but looks aren't everything. I think maybe they work well in a first impression and they'll think you're beautiful and they'll think you're pretty but i think what really matters most is your ability to really hold a conversation and be somebody of sub substance because mm -hmm. holding yourself well in a conversation will turn you from like that girl that's cute but not so cute to that girl that's like beautiful both on the inside and on the outside and that's what really like to my opinion that's what really makes you be somebody in the long i agree term. with that and I also think that if you have been in a long-term relationship and you're like, oh my goodness, I have nothing 
but you know this person in my life I didn't do anything for right. like five years then find find something that you that you are passionate about find a hobby a new hobby and really f- get into it and people people can sense that passion you give off this energy when you're really passionate about something so I think that's also a great place to start and also like work with what you've got like by all means I am not perfect so I know what I can work with and I and I rock it to the best of my abilities and because I have that confidence I have, I have that confidence it just like you know makes me shine better across and men can also smell confidence too right like that's that a, such an important thing confidence and charisma and you just gotta fake it till you make it even right, if you, you're right. not feeling it you're not feeling yourself today you tell yourself you wake up in the morning and you look in the mirror I've actually done this too, and I'm like, you know what? You are gonna have a great day. You will actually have a great day. <laughs> I love that, and then work turns mm-hmm. out to be shit. But you know, we try. <laughs> but what if you have the intentions, then it you put it out there that it's gonna happen. Wait, what about like? So we like covered dating. We met somebody in the supermarket or Tinder or whatever. Where do you like to go on first dates? I really. I get really, really tired of the let's grab a drink date and the bar dates. Me too. I hate I want, them. I want like an activity. Like, it could be something like miniature golf or like mm-hmm. going to see a show, something that we can like talk about. And like, when you're at the bar, you, the first thing someone asks is like, so what do you do? You know, right. um, where are you? Where are you from? And when you're like playing a game or doing something with an activity you can see if this person's like competitive if like what they you know what their facial expressions are like when they're happy or like there's so much more to talk about when you have an activity going on so i i love activity dates uh i don't think i've had that many but i do like the idea of like doing an activity i do like going to like a bar or a little like um I like a park date, I love those, but I do like going to a bar. I, however, pay a lot of attention to the type of bar a guy takes me on the first date because it really tells me like how he values me. Or I, I'm more than down to go to a dive bar if it's like a second or third date and we're comfortable with each other to, you know, just like, just hang out. But if it's mm-hmm. a first date, I personally put a lot of effort into first dates because I and in anything like not just first dates but like with everything I do I like making a first impression so if I spend all this time doing my makeup doing my tan picking in an outfit I already spent a lot of time talking to you I most of the time take an uber because I hate the subway um, <laughs> I like to be taken to a place that shows that the guy puts puts um an effort care, yeah puts, puts yeah. an effort care and attention to like they, where they he's thought me. It, th- they thought it through like right. oh i'm not just gonna meet have this girl meet me down the street down the block you know the closest bar i can think of yeah I let's want meet it to, to the be... corner of my office because that's close to me like that that doesn't work with me so i pay a lot of attention into where a guy takes me on the first date and and i don't mean like take me to a fancy place like i i'm not about that stuff like I don't care if you take me to a regular bar or like a super luxury bar as long as it shows that you made an effort Mm -hmm. I like if it if it you if you just take me to like a random sticky pub as I like to call them like I know I know you yeah you lose me you lose me (laughs) it's just like I don't know it just it just tells me that they make no effort so ladies pay attention to where he takes you because it really does say a lot about them 
And if you want to go somewhere, you know, don't settle for like just a drink or the dinner date is also a good first date. But for me personally, I like, <laughs> I like a good, it depends if I've known this person and like, hey, want to grab dinner? And I'm like, like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. If I know much more about you, then I think it's like a good, like a cute first date. But if like we're meeting off the app and I don't really know about much about you, activity, I think is like, I love I've done like a cooking class where I can like oh, see cute. how well this person is cooked mm-hmm. um, and you can like talk to other people in the class, you can see how well he communicates, his mannerisms, you know, is he a good cook? We shall see, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know, dinner dates are kind of awkward if it's like if we know each other and we're like a little comfortable with each other, more than down for a dinner date. But if it's this first time we're meeting, you don't know if you're gonna hate that person the minute you sit down and then it's just going to be a very awkward dinner like that guy that catfished me like it was just the worst dinner of my life <laughs> delicious order <laughs> um i had a truffle ravioli it was delicious Ooh, that looks but, good i know i want some pasta right now um delicious food which is like super awkward to just be in a situation where you don't want to be in but you can't leave because you're having dinner so you know Rush, do you have any final thoughts you want to give our listeners? I have some wisdom to share. I just want to say that if you're new and you're getting back to dating and you feel like a little bit unconfident, just know that looks aren't everything. I think it's really important that you're like really confident in yourself and there's other stuff that men value more than just looks. Looks only matter as a first impression, but you need to be able to like hold a conversation and have charisma and be charming because that's kind of how you really like hypnotize men into really being into you it's your personality that shines through right and and like it's like we said like looks might be like the thing that gets you in the door but it's not gonna keep you in the long term and also like know what really works for you like none of us are perfect but there's something about wearing like the the right pair of uh, lingerie and the right outfit to really like boost your confidence and make you like just hide all your thi- all those things that you're insecure about and just kind of like try it you know just try dating if you're new to dating if you and have to- fun right. don't forget to have fun have fun and cast a white net you <laughs> never know like you never know what you can find out there and definitely that's kind of it for me <laughs> Well, thanks, Rush. Um, I think that wraps up this episode. Make sure to drop some love on our page <laughs> and follow us um, and subscribe. Yeah, and give us a five-star rating on Apple and a review. And we'll <laughs> Until see next, next time. Bye. You've been listening to Modern Romance with Nicole and Rush. If you've enjoyed this episode, leave us a five-star review. Follow us on Instagram at Modern Romance Pod to stay updated on our next episode. Until next time.